Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, keep that in. Keep that shit in. Ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gents, welcome into episode 10 of Just for Chirps. As always, my name is Seth Whitehouse alongside Chevy Blackburn, Anthony Colson, and we have a very special guest today. We have one of Chevy's really, really good friends, Ricky, here to join us, talk some basketball, talk everything going down right now. Ricky, how we doing? Doing pretty good, man. You ready to talk some basketball? These finals are nuts, dude. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to be sick. Got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today on the show. I'll say this right now. I don't know if I don't care what you guys say. All of Florida is dead. <laughs> Every single inch. Whole freaking place is just deceased currently right now. We'll get into all the NBA stuff, all the NHL stuff. Messi, we got some soccer stuff. Messi's here in America. And some football, but first we got to start off with some local news. I don't have all his awards and everything that he did, but Southern Utah guard legend Tevian Jones has his second. What we decided? Yeah, uh, he had the Pacers yeah. before. Yes, so he has his second NBA NBA draft workout. Went and did a whole bunch of stuff with the Pacers. If you haven't seen that, go check our Twitter. We retweeted it and everything. Did a pretty cool interview there with him. But now he's working out with the Hornets. This is, this is super big news. It's Tev Jones, Timmy Allen from Texas, Adam Flager from Baylor, Alex Fudge, Fudge from Florida. Bunch of big names uh, here with Tev. Guys, how do we feel about this news? This is pretty crazy. Do we feel like Tev possibly could get picked up somewhere? I feel like the Pacers would be the best option. They have like five picks this year, and three are in the Is second that? round. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they that'd be like the best shot unless they trade. I haven't looked up Charlotte's picks though. I feel like every NBA team has like a bajillion amount of picks. Do we? Except for the Timberwolves. No picks. Except for the Timberwolves. <laughs> Except for the Bulls and the Timberwolves, but and the. Bulls. the we know that franchise is dying. Hey, and Cleveland hey, hey, hey. too. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is everyone. exactly this is huge news. Uh, Tev spent five amazing years down at uh, Southern Utah. Did a whole bunch of big things. Uh, was it five? No, it was four. Four, yeah. Um, really commanded that SU team for us the entire entirety of his career and really i think he'd go on and do big things and he he's doing it outside of college now too didn't he go to went to like a prestigious tournament or a game or something and dropped like 38 points i forget the name of the yeah game. it was the pit pit uh, i remember hayden, hayden going like crazy no, it was like the plymouth plymouth tournament uh, it was something yeah. like that plymouth it's something. a well-known nba prospect like all scouts are there and everything tournament yeah yeah mm-hmm. very very true and being the we have that bias towards suu let, let, let's sell tev a little bit and sell them to these nba teams to the people out there listening what do you think is his biggest things that could help out with NBA teams? Just a dynamic score. What, what's the big thing for, for you two, uh, Chevy and uh, Anthony? Uh, I look at his explosiveness. Tev yeah. has that unpredictable explosiveness that he can just lay back, and then all of a sudden when he has the ball, boom, a moment later he's at the rim already. So 
that explosiveness could be so big for teams. That sure. and he's a sizable wing, like six seven guard. That's a pretty good size guard mm-hmm. and forward in today's NBA. Hundred percent. I feel like he's the type of dude that can just plug and play into whatever team he would end up going to. He's got a bright future ahead of him. I uh, really hope to see him go on and do bigger and better things there. Whether that's NBA, whether that's G League, wherever he's going. That's Tev Jones, and that's that's really the local news here in the state of Utah. But we will stay here with basketball, stay here in the NBA, and go into the NBA Finals. The Denver Nuggets, since we've saw you, we've seen you last, uh, have have dominated down there in Miami. Just wiped the floor with the Miami Heat and Hemi Butler. Game three, Nikola Jokic drops 30, 10, and 21. Jamal Murray drops 34, 10, and 10 rebounds. Just absolutely dominated. And then you come back to game four. Heat give up a, a little better fight. I feel like they hung around the entire time. Jimmy Butler had 25, I want to say. 25.7 rebounds. Bam had 20 and 11 rebounds. But this Nuggets team, man, is just chugging and chugging and chugging along. And there are some questions I think we have to ask from this. I'll start with you, with you, Ricky, here. We were kind of talking pre uh, this show. One of the biggest stories from this entire series so far, it just feels like there's a huge talent disparity. And it, it sucks to say because they're both very, very good teams. But do you feel like that's showing the, the talent between the two teams? Because should I listen to Stephen A. Smith talk after game four? And he was like, the backcourt of the Miami Heat only had two points, two points. A bunch of shit. Do you think that's the big thing right now here in this series is the talent disparity? Well, I'll start off with your first mistake is listening to Stephen A. Smith talk. It's true. I I was I was sleeping. I woke up at like 4 a.m. I was like, God damn it! Why am I waking up to this? (laughs) But uh, to answer your question, unfortunately, you are seeing the massive talent gap show. I'm not one of those guys that says, "Oh, undrafted versus drafted." I think it ultimately comes down to how hard guys work and how much talent they have themselves. The Miami Heat have put out a great run. I remember seeing a stat. I don't remember the exact numbers, but I believe Miami in quarters one through three, all playoffs have actually been negative. And then come the fourth quarter, I think they've been just absolutely dominant. I think it was like plus 90. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Yep. And against the Nuggets, it's just, it's not coming out. I mean, shoot, Denver's won all three, the three games they've won. They've won by 10 plus, and the one game they lost, they lost by like three. Yeah, and that's that's the big thing. It's it's pretty obvious when the scores are like that and, and games are going that way. And it's just tough for me to look because I feel like they were so explosive in, in all the previous series. Could they just be out of gas? Could that be the other thing? Because Jimmy sure does not look like the same Jimmy he has been in, in the previous things going on you feel like maybe that might be another thing they might be just tired and, and losing steam i think it's tired and i think the biggest thing that isn't being talked about enough miami's not a big team and denver's a True. very big team like their smallest guy in the court i think is jamal murray and he's what six four yeah yeah something like that like they're just a big team bam's too small to guard Jokic, and when they have guys rotate to him Jokic is the best player in the world at when a double team comes he knows exactly what he wants to do with the ball for sure that's tough it's so tough, and we can give we keep giving that man praise, and he he certainly does deserve it. Transitioning over now into into the Denver Nuggets side of things, Jokic has just 
in game four, he didn't have the biggest stat line. Had had around, I think it was 23 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. That's still nothing to shy away from compared to everything else he's been doing. But I'll switch over to you now, Chevy. He's just dominating. And one of the questions we have here, if Jokic wins this final and gets the MVP, does that make him one of the top 10 centers of all time slash best player in the world? Like, he has to be up there. I've never seen this dominant of a run in a really long time, I feel like. I feel like it, he should be. And I think he should have been, I think, what, the fourth player to win three MVPs in a row? It was mm-hmm. something like that with Larry Bird and a couple other historic players. Like, people are saying, and I think I was listening to the J.J. Reddick podcast with Doris Burke, and she said it, like, perfectly. We're witnessing, like, one of the best basketball players that will ever play the game. Just because of how smart he is and just how versatile he is. Like, it doesn't matter, like Ricky was saying, if they double him or anything like that. He knows what to do and when to do it at every moment. For sure. And it's it's just so apparent and pretty crazy just, just to watch every single time. Also got to give a lot of credit to Jamal Murray. He's He's been shaky in a couple of points, but he's, I believe I looked at his stat that he's had 10 assists. And I think every nearly, game almost. Every game in the I think NBA it was nine finals, for one of them, or something like that. Or no, it was ten for all four. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Just because, and that's big because Miami's obviously trying to take take Yoke and 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 go bring doubles, play zones, do different things to stop him. But just to have that little Robin character there, almost to to the Batman, is is pretty crazy and and pretty obvious there for for the Nuggets. So the Nuggets take a 3-1 lead. Anthony, I'll switch back over to you now. I still say Florida's dead. I say Miami's dead. But if they have any kind of hope, like, in this, to close out this series and get back into this, what would what do you want to see Game 5 from them? What do they have to do? Who has to get going? For Miami, I would say just about everyone. Jokic right now is showing that he easily can be the best player in the world right now. And there's just not a lot Miami can do. They don't have that person to guard Jokic. Because what? Every single game, Jokic has at least dropped 30 points or more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you he know, 23 last game. Yeah. Tr- yeah. That's probably the only game that he has probably scored under 30 in. And, you know, has had double doubles and triple doubles left and right throughout the playoffs. It's it's just crazy to see, and also see a man of that size have you know averaging seven eight assists per game. That's so huge. I don't really think it, Miami can do anything else. I really don't <laughs> think so. It's I, yeah, and I know no you hope. know Heat fans you know want to hear me say yeah you know they can do something you know yada yada yada. You know, I don't know, maybe get the mascots from the NBA 2K games and put Bernie out there, you know, because those mascots are like <laughs> six foot, seven foot tall on the court, you know. That's the only way you're going to defeat Jokic <laughs> if, if you freaking download one of the mascots from 2K and place them on Jokic. That's the only way. That's the only way. But Bernie oh, has yeah. an injury, though, so. Yeah, yeah, we, Bernie, we, should, we, should probably, we probably should talk about that. Uh, uh Halftime, <laughs> UFC legend Conor McGregor has the audacity 
they will go out and knock the shit out of the Miami Heat mascot, Bernie. <laughs> the man has one, a family. Two, one, two, dropped him. He's on the ground. He's already, he's dead. He, he's deceased. And McGregor just, just proceeds to just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and they ended up sending Bernie to the ER. So we'll have prayers up for Bernie. So I was yeah. reading on it. It was for like some pain relief spray stuff. Like yeah, a gimmick for that, and I was like, "Oh, that's God. what he was he was spraying it on yeah. him on the ground or something." Yeah, that's what he was. I was trying wondering to... what he was spraying on him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Like, it was stupid. Dude, I thought he was trying to pepper spray Bernie after oh, killing him. Shit, that would have been wild. <laughs> I would have respected it all. Maybe that's though. why I punched him like right in the nose, so he could open up the like yeah. mouth part bigger. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um, an option. He, he's just a psychopath. Conor There's McGregor, a freaking menace to society over honestly. here, punching out mascots. You know, honestly. What were you Hell, saying? Maybe need McGregor on Jokic. Maybe oh, yeah. the Heat need to sign McGregor. Just put him on Jokic. But then Jokic, you seen Jokic's brothers? Yeah, they look they huge. look like trained killers. Like, have I, you seen Jokic? Jokic, uh, uh, dad. Jokic's dad, dad, yeah. looks like a freaking beast. He probably is. Yeah, I, I guess your know. best chance to win that is to have McGregor just get a flagrant two and kill Jokic, and then he's off the court permanently. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got to go to all all sorts of <laughs> sorts of measures right now. Oh, but there is one thing dude. I'd like to add, actually. From oh, earlier, yeah. Since we were talking about Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. I was looking at it. His lowest assist total this series is ten assists. Mm-hmm. Not bad for a guy that's not known to be a pure passer. Yeah, exactly. He's been his playmaking. Like it just helps alleviate Jokic of doing everything for sure. And with that, it's another thing we kind of forgot to mention here in that game four. And I think it was you, Ricky, actually, that was talking about this. Jokic had five fouls for a lot of that game four. And the small ball lineup that the Nuggets put in here with Bruce Brown, I had no idea who the hell Bruce Brown was before this goddamn series, but <laughs> <laughs> the small ball lineup has just absolutely been killed, and that just speaks to to the depth on this team. That is it's absolutely incredible. Bruce Brown had 21 game four. Maul had 15. Michael Porter, who's been kind of dog water, had 11. So the Nuggets just absolutely killing on on every single facet of the game. I feel like, and now we'll move on into our picks. To ask this question, everybody here, did he have a shot at even getting out of this game five? No. To any, anybody? No. 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 Nuggets no finishes off board. at home. I think there's always a chance that the Heat just randomly make 50-60% of their threes, but is it likely? Not at all. Especially yeah. like in Denver. I don't okay. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't it's think Denver's going to lose another one at home. <laughs> well, and it, it's interesting too, like you look back on that Game two where they did lose, I feel like that's the worst they've possibly played this entire playoff. So you're going to have to have that plus some to get back into this. The mm-hmm. Heat, the Heat so. hit 50-plus percent of their threes that game and won by three. Yeah. Yeah, that's three it. Games. Yeah. It's not going to happen every game. But like you said, though, Ricky, it could happen at any moment. So you never know. But I, very, I don't think I mean, it's going to point, I, I like to think at some point the Heat's role players have to step up for one game, right? I would think it's, so, it, but maybe like game two like was it. it was like it maybe. Maybe. And maybe. I'm saying, I think maybe losing two at, at I think losing losing two at home just 
knocks all confidence away. Like, especially yeah, yeah. in the finals. Like, I don't know how you bounce back from that. Because they've exactly. been commanding wins, too. I would like to actually add a question on top of this since we're talking about the Heat role players, if that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think after his performance so far, does Duncan Robinson deserve a bigger role come next season again? I think the reason he didn't get Ooh. much time this year is because he had a, like a hand injury, right? That's why he didn't play most of the regular season. And I that was... You're no, right, no, you're right. Yeah, he had one in the re- uh, regular season. Yeah. Hero yeah, 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 broke yeah. his... I forget what finger, but he broke a finger. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true, too. What if Hero comes back? Yeah. Maybe he could spark something. I don't know. That's something we kind of forgot there. But yeah, that's a very he was good supposed to be back though, at Ricky. game three. Like, you, you got to think he's got to just come out and, like, this is the last chance type thing. But Yeah, but for Duncan I Robinson, I think his role will kind of stay how it's been. Just mm-hmm. it, as long as he's with the Heat, that's what's going to be. Until he goes to another team that just wants him to shoot and doesn't care how many minutes he plays, mm-hmm. that's what's going what's gonna to be in Miami. Okay. For sure. For sure, I, I think I'm I'm there in that boat too. Just that's the thing. If you're him, do you want to leave the Heat at all? He has a good contract. I don't know why he would. Yeah, uh, uh, I I see him staying there and kind of uh, being in his same little role, doing his same thing. And it's just tough when they have all the fire. If they've had firepower in the past, it's not showing up. But I think it kind of depends if the Heat want to move on from him because they could do that yeah. to relieve some cap space. I don't remember how long his contract was after. Because he got a contract yeah. after the bubble year. I don't remember how long. It was three or four years, though, I think, for mm-hmm. like $84 million or something like that. So about mm-hmm. 20 a year. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, it very well could happen. And I'd be really interested to see. And I don't know, maybe he has provided a spark at some points, but it'll be, it'll be very... He's one of the worst defenders there. I've ever seen, though. He's, that's that's the big thing. He's a he's liability. A, he's a fucking yeah. pylon cone. <laughs> Just get in the way. Yep. Basically. It's probably why so he plays so much zone is because they're so small. That's why, oh, yeah. Man. They literally, so I was listening to it. They literally play zone when Tyler Hero and, uh, and or Duncan Robinson are in. Mm-hmm. That's why they play it, too. Yeah. But so we're all going across the board. Nuggets, Nuggets to close out, right? What did, yeah. did you say yours, Ricky? I originally said Nuggets in six. Ah, I'll, I'm, I'll go with you guys. I'll go Nuggets in five. They close it out at home, but I think it'll be close for this game. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be a close game for sure. For sure. It'll be tight, but will be the Nuggets, in my opinion. Oh, I, it's just me. It, it, we have Gabe still in this chat. Yeah. Gabe, I want your pick. <laughs> Gabe, on mute. I don't, know if you're, I don't know if you're still there. I want your pick, Gabe. I'm, I'm here. All right. So I'm going to say that this game isn't going to be close at all. Ooh, I think the oh. Nuggets win by like 20, 26. Ooh, ooh that'd be, dude, that'd be, that'd be brutal. I over before midway through the fourth quarter. Game wow. to Miami for sure. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Thank you, Gabe. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I could see it. that too. Like, it's one of uh, those where it's you don't know what either. Like, it really depends what the Heat put out there. Because mm-hmm. up until the finals, they've been consistently like tough, close games. But the finals, they've been either winning close games or getting smacked. <laughs> so for sure. So since we're doing predictions, I got another one for you guys here. Uh-huh. Okay. At, 
out of both teams, who drops the most points? What player and how much? Ooh. They're at home. It's going to be a Heat player, or not a Heat player, a uh, Denver player. I'm going to say Murray right. drops the most points this game. I'll just, I'll just go with the easy answer and say Yoke. I'm going to say Murray. Okay. Murray got it. I'm going to say Jokic. I'm going to go fun one. I think Aaron Gordon drops 30. <laughs> After 27, I like it. He's been playing really good. They've, they're using him really well. Mike Malone. Yep. Great coach. You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I I want to be fun too. Uh, Christian Christian Brown. Christian oh. Brown. <laughs> Fuck it. Christian Brown. Drop in. Christian Brown. I don't. I don't know. I don't. You know I think Christian it's Brown. Brown. They Brown. say Brown, yep. but he's gonna Brown. break Wilt's hundred point game, dude. Hell yeah, dude. So sick. <laughs> nah, Murray goes. Uh, Murray goes for like forty. I bet. Oh. I think be like big. he's one of the players that can in the finals. Or the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. he'll go forty plus. I love it, absolutely love it. So we got Nuggets across the board, and then we have an Aaron Gordon dropping thirty. We have a Jokic scoring the most points, and then we have a forty bucket from Jamal Murray. How many do you think uh, Brown's going to score? All of them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Every point for both. Christian teams. Brown. Christian Brown, 30. But those are our picks for the NBA Finals. The Nuggets going to close it out and just win their first title ever. Now we'll move on, and we'll go into our favorite segment. We got Puck Talk with Anthony. And I got to say something here, Anthony. We've been making picks back and forth, and you're supposed to be the hockey guy. (laughs) Well, me and Chevy are. Yeah. Two and one, three and one. I'm three and one. Are you two and two or three and one now? I think I'm two and two. Anthony, what's happening? What happened to your Panthers? I, uh, yeah, I've been riding <laughs> the Panthers. Uh, I've been uh, smoking the Panthers pack for uh, <laughs> you know too long in these finals. I'm a huge fan of Sergey Bobrovsky, but Bobrovsky, yeah. you're off the case now. Get out of my office, you know. Oh um, yeah, that freaking IG post and Twitter yeah. post. Yeah, yeah, and you know, don't know what I'm talking about. So, you know, before I get into Seneca Finals, so Sergey Bobrovsky used to play for the Philadelphia Flyers and the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Canadian Sports Center TSN. There's this anchor that loved Bobrovsky and like mm-hmm. basically made it a meme. So if you look up on YouTube, you're on the case Bobrovsky. One of those videos will pop up. Just watch it. It's the most hilarious thing. But <laughs> I, it's a tough and, go. It's a tough go because you look at game one and game two, five, two and seven, two in favor of the VGK. And, it, you know, you're like, OK, well, they're going to win the series. And then Florida has put a fight in game three and four and Florida won game three in overtime. And, you know, honestly, do I think the Knights have a really good chance of finishing out and winning the Stanley Cup in Vegas? Yes. Granted, that'll be a dark, dark day for all the NHL fans out there because the Vegas fan base will just will never let it die. Um, yeah, but at the same point in time, this why that's why I'm telling my friends right now, my Golden Knights friends that think that, uh, you know, oh, you know, Vegas has game five already wrapped up. Let's not forget, who was Florida down 3-1, 3-1 in the first this. round? Don't Boston. Do this. Don't do this. Who, who was the overall Stanley Cup favorite going to the playoffs? Boston. 
who had one of the best seasons in NHL history this past year? Boston. Like, you know, and I'm not saying that Florida is going to ride this 3-1 comeback. This just you are saying for, that. No, you are. I am not. I am not. I said Vegas can more than likely close it out on Tuesday night. But Florida's been in this spot before. I'm just going to lay a lie right there. Florida's been in this spot before. They're not new to this at all. Say Don't Florida. continue this. Don't continue this. You've been That's... saying you've been saying that the whole series. And I'll I'll respond with this again. Florida was at least close against the Bruins in their games that they lost when they. I mean, I'd say like run. the last two games for sure. I mean, you could get that impression because I yeah. actually watched the, like the last two games. But yeah, the Knights are just it, it's it's a big state. It's a big statement to make, and maybe it would happen. A little recap here though for you. So. I believe we picked last Tuesday. Panthers did end up winning 3-2 in a Ruined crazy my overtime finish. Ruined, ruined Chevy down there in Florida. And then the Knights come out in game four, put three quick ones on the board by the second period. Chandler Stevenson, never heard of the guy, has two goals. And then William Carlson put three, one on, three of them on the board. Get into the Near the edge of the second period, into the third period, Panthers come back. I believe it was Barkov and Montour? Yep, Barkov and Montour. And then final seconds, uh, Florida was just... That's the big thing. Florida was just, like, in the last two minutes, they pulled uh, Bobrovsky to get the extra skater. And Florida was just slinging shots on Aiden Hill. There was at least, like, five different chances that should have gone in the net. And Aiden Hill was just like, no, I'm not letting this go by me. And then at the end, Big Matthew, yeah, no. And at the end, Matthew with two point seconds left, uh, Matthew to Chuck literally had the puck on his stick. And if you watch the replay of it, Hill just swings out his left pad, his left leg blocks it. And then Sam Bennett gets the rebound. Another Florida Panther with like 0.5 left on the clock, flings it back in. Same thing once again, and then a big five fan, uh, fans throw water balls and beer beer cans on the ice. They throw the uh, they throw throw the plastic rats as well. And there's a you know little story behind the rats. One of the Florida players back in the day killed a rat in a locker room. So they just started basically flying plastic rats ever after huge wins. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, you know it, it was crazy and funny because if you look at the box score on ESPN at the end of the game it shows two penalties for Vegas maybe totally like in four to five uh, overall penalty minutes Florida had like plus 20 penalty minutes at the end of the game mainly all from Matthew Tuchuk because Tuchuk wanted to kill uh, Alec Patangelo this is going to be interesting going back to Vegas for game five still you know I'm keeping in mind Florida's been in this situation before but Vegas is so strong right now and they have everything going for them. But, you know, stuff like that, this has happened in the playoffs. Not saying Florida's going to make it, can make the huge comeback, but Florida has, but teams in Florida's case have done this before, and they've came back. Very, very true. And I don't, Chevy, I don't know if, uh, Chevy and Ricky, I don't know if you guys see it. Did you guys watch the fight at the end of this game? I wasn't, I didn't catch the fight. Oh. Go watch the fight. It is nuts. It's like last second. They're trying to score. And the then bench is almost cleared for it as well. Like, everybody's the bench is almost just, cleared. 
yeah. everybody's just throwing, 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 throwing. The refs are in the middle, like, holy shit, what do we do? <laughs> going back and forth, trying to break people up. It is, it was absolutely nuts. But back to what you were saying, Anthony. You did say that you, you think they could uh, be frisky, I guess I could say, and come yeah. back and make this thing interesting. But I guess we'll move into the picks. Do you want to move into the picks, or you want to, do you have anything more to add? Uh, yeah, let's move into the picks. Yeah, that let's, was basically all I had to say. Let's let's move into the picks here. I'm taking Vegas. I made my pick I mean, on Twitter. I said Knights uh, and Five yeah. to Anthony's. Vegas fans are something if they think mm-hmm. Game Five is gonna be this easy. <laughs> I forget the whole like verbatim. Hey, I I've watched hockey for a long time, and me as a Chicago Blackhawks fan, there's <laughs> plenty of times where the Blackhawks were down when they won when they were winning Stanley Cups all over the place, when the Hawks were 3-1 down in many series during their Stanley Cup years, that this is like this is the reason why. Because the Hawks were down so many times 3-1, and they came back and won the series. So that's why I'm a little bit hesitant to just, you know, let mm-hmm. Golden Knights fans say, oh, we already won Game 5. No. The, the series is not over until Florida says so. Knights in five. You have nights in five. <laughs> I, I I don't like the Vegas fans either, but I just think they're just they're, they're just too too much to handle for Florida. Yeah, dude. yeah. It's been close, but things are just all over. There's so many yeah. different guys you can point to too. Like it's yeah, it, it's a little chaotic there. So I'm I'm gonna take the Knights here in this game five. You gonna roll with the Panthers and go there? I, or? I you know I love playoff chaos. Like mm-hmm. Seth, I love the <laughs> chaos. Oh, yeah, I love, no. drama. I love the drama, but I feel like Game Five in Vegas in the regular season, the T-Mobile Arena here in Vegas is easily one of the loudest venues in the NHL. And no matter if you go just watch a game or mm-hmm. go because your favorite team is in town or whatever, you're guaranteed to leave that place with a headache every single time one goes see the Blackhawks play there. I left with a headache. So just because of how loud it is and with uh, Lord Stanley in the building, I, was gonna say. I think that place is just going to explode. I think I think that place could cause an earthquake in Vegas uh, <laughs> Tuesday night if the Knights walk away with the Stanley Cup. I you know, And also just, yeah, the Timo Arena is one of the best home field advantages in the NHL right now. I would love to see the chaos and love to see Florida come back, but I... I'm going to side with the VGK here. It's going to be close, but I'm going to side with the Golden Knights. This is their first finals appearance since their inaugural year, right? Yes. Uh, Appearance? Appearance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. appearance. Yeah, yeah, Stanley Cup final appearance. Yes, yes. Yeah, that place is going to be rocking. For sure. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. All the semantics that they have before the game. Got Golden Knights on out there actually fighting a Panther in before the pregame stuff. Like crazy things going on down there. So we got three yeah, golden. They might bring a real Panther on the ice for game five <laughs> and like yeah. have the Golden Knight like stab it. Like, I, I, yo, <laughs> this is Vegas. <laughs> like, shit. they may bring Holy a real shit. Panther on the ice. Like, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I don't think they could what? do that, but yeah, I it, mean, uh, it's Vegas. Ida? Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Peter? I feel like Peter might get a little upset. About <laughs> yeah, that I, you know, I think they're a little mad at Seth well. with the freaking goat already. Could only imagine <laughs> if they did that to a Fuck. Panther. 
Don't even bring it. Bring it. Bring that guy up. Don't even. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Peta. Uh, but we got three, three Golden Knights. Ricky, I know you're due to hockey and everything, but you have a pick here. Just looking at the numbers, there's a reason they're up three one. I got I got Knights winning next game. Uh huh. Oh, hey, we got all Golden Knights across the board. What about what about you, Gabe? Oh, can can we summon you for this Gabe, pick, or yeah, you just? Yes. All right. So with my extensive extensive hockey knowledge, <laughs> meaning zero zero percent hockey knowledge, I'm gonna go Florida Panthers. Let's go. There you Ooh. go. Yeah. There you go. Mixing it up. I love it. Hell yeah. So we got. We have three nights. Kind of cut out no, there a little bit. Four, right? Uh, Dang, we damn. have. Well, because you picked four nights. We Did have you four pick... nights and one Panther. Anthony. Oh, Anthony the picked the Knights. Yeah. Wow. I'm going the Knights here. Yeah. Yeah. I know who did that. We got four Knights and one Panther. Stanley Cup final continues on Tuesday on TNT at 6.30. So make sure you tune in there. See if baby Lordo goes home um, and stays there in Vegas. Anthony's praying to God it does not happen, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> It'll be a dark day among the NHL fan base in total if Vegas mm-hmm. walks away with the cup because Mr. Gary Bettman wants Vegas to win the cup, I'm pretty sure. but Do you hate but him? Yeah. Where, where do you put Bettman? He's not like Rob Manfred level, Fra- you know? Fraud. Yeah, he's not fraud level or... Uh, Oh my gosh, the PGA commissioners. Uh, Jay. Rob, oh my Rob goodness, Monahan. that man is Monahan. just getting Monahan. slaughtered. Yeah, J- yeah, Jay Monahan. Yeah, he's not Jay Monahan level either. Like, you know, he's not Adam Silver, very friendly, and everyone likes him. I'll put them like under Roger Goodell as like commissioners. Like, he's like middle of the pack. Like, some oh, fans you hate really him. Really don't like him. Well, hasn't he like helped hockey a lot though? Yeah, yes. he has. He has. But, you know, some fans, you know, like him. Some fans don't. I don't mind the guy much. But, you know, some of the ref calls in this series have been a little bit questionable as well. Not saying Bettman's behind those at all. That just could be just the refs, you know, in general. <laughs> Headline. Uh, Bettman uh, basically... Anthony says Batman's rigging the yeah yeah exactly the, the Stanley no, Cup yeah I don't I, fine for you dude yeah <laughs> Batman's gonna find me for uh, sure. but you know I don't mind the guy much just he's the commissioner in the National Hockey League and that's about it <laughs> for sure. it's one way to look crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy so that is puck talk. Make sure you go watch the uh, Santa Cup final, as I said. Now we'll transition over into something we haven't done before. We've been talking about we're going to do this. We've been praying on it and praying on it, seeing what's going to happen. A little footy talk. We got news coming out of the MLS since we've last seen you. Lionel Messi, the GOAT, the greatest. I'm not going to call him the GOAT. Fuck GOATs. The, <laughs> the boat, the best of all time, Lionel Messi has joined the MLS. He's joined Inter Miami. A couple crazy stories coming out of this. Yeah. After he, we don't have his contract as of yet, what he signed for. Well, I think game. it's for like 160 mil over like two and a half years, I think, or something like he's that. That's what I more, saw. He's got to get more than but, that. Though. 
you know, for our listeners wondering why we didn't cover this story the day it dropped or whatever, well, we were recording and the rumors were flying that Messi had signed with Inter Miami, but mm. we all know soccer transfer table talk oh, yeah. news. You know, yeah, it's a pain ass to deal with, but also sometimes it is not reliable. Like I remember two oh, years ago, I I think Messi was like rumored to like sign with I think Inter Miami like two years ago. Yeah, I or think something so. like that. Mm-hmm. And or as some sort of MLS club. And everyone was going crazy. And then Messi came out and said, No, I I don't know where this is coming from. So a lot of, you know, like NBA you can get it verified by Woj or, you know, or something like that. Yeah, NHL, so much coverage. Yeah, exactly. NHL, you can get it, you know, approved by, you know, Levy or Lundquist or Bizanetti, one of the top analysts. It's, ML, you know, soccer, you can't. It, I mean, even so NASCAR many, has yeah. more reliable sources. Exactly. Like Bob yeah. pa- uh, Pacus or Pacus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's so there's a lot of it was a lot of up in the air stuff back and forth because we were hearing this rumors back when we were still in college, like first semester, that mm-hmm. it could happen. He could have left PSG. Didn't know where he was gonna go leading up to it. There were rumors happening. He did also have an offer to go play in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Saudis have so much goddamn money. Um, had an offer for three years, one point six billion dollars. Absolutely insane. Those are he just said, nope. crazy numbers. Like, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. He said, nope, we're we're coming to America. I believe his quote was something like, it is time. Come to America. Come to play for Inter-Miami. Uh, I believe a part of his contract, he will get ownership of the team in Miami. So that might be another reason why. And some crazy stats here for, for the tickets and how big this is. According to TickPick, I don't know if this is a reliable ticket source or anything like that, but Tickets for Inter Miami games were usually twenty five dollars. We're soon going for four hundred seventy seven dollars. Tickets Ooh. sold out for in twenty four hours, like just fast. And for those people out there that aren't like soccer and into soccer, I think you actually gave a pretty good comparison, Ricky, before we were to do the show. This is like LeBron James going to play for the Shanghai Sharks. In, in oh China. yeah, like the MLS is. Overseas definitely. for like soccer. Yeah, definitely so like actually, not. Oops, sorry. Are you good? I'll add something to that. So looking here on uh, Fox Sports right now, it's saying contract just annually fifty three million, not including <laughs> any other sponsorships or deals or anything else that comes with it. Just yeah, just that number for a bit of context. It says the next highest paid player in the MLS is making eight million a year. Holy shit! That's ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, so how much think... was? Uh... Sorry, this brings who who is the guy who played for LA? Uh, oh, Gareth Bale. Say that again, Anthony. This is Laton. Yeah. Ibrahimovic. Yeah. How much did he make? Because wasn't he like a big uh, player? And he came made over? he made a shitload. David yeah. Beckham made a shitload. Gareth Bale came over last year, made a lot of money. Robbie Keane made a lot of money. Robbie Keane was signing back in the day. Steven Gerrard. The MLS is known as like the retirement league, and hopefully yes. Messi can maybe change that narrative. But at the same time, with Messi's age, it's kind of proving that the MLS is more of a retirement mm-hmm. league, you know? But uh, speaking about the ticket, so Messi's good pal, Sergio Aguero, that's now retired, uh, used to play, yeah, you know, used to play right side him on the Argentina national team. 
I think Aguero like resides in Florida and someone like uh, uh, someone uh, asked him like, hey, you can try to go see your buddy play. And Aguero was like, yeah, once I can buy a ticket, because <laughs> literally for the next like 20 games, like they're sold out or once Messi arrives, all, almost all their games are like sold out. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Absolutely nuts. Your big, big thing for for uh, Major League Soccer. And to think of this, they almost had two of the boats. Like, how close Cristiano Ronaldo was coming to coming yeah. to Kansas City of all places? That's just disgusting. Ridiculous. But that's because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's going to go to Kansas City and be like, what the fuck is this? Bags on, bags on, bags. He's not going to care. He's going to have $500 He's just, million. Dollars. R- Ronaldo is just going to choke on the barbecue there. Like, he doesn't <laughs> know what barbecue is, you know? Barbecue, like... not, barbecue not good in Kansas City? No, it's, like, really good. It's just... He doesn't know what it is because he spent his whole entire life in, like, Europe and Spain and all that. Like, I don't think fat. he knows. Yeah, he doesn't know what barbecue is. Like... Mm-hmm. So, looking here, too, it's saying Messi's going to be the fifth highest paid athlete in the U.S. just off contract alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Behind Great. Booker, Towns, Jokic, and Kirk. Kind of Booker and Towns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wild. Absolutely wild. I'm trying to find, like, the closest. Did well, you say on this 8 thing, million on this for thing the MLS? That, that's what Ricky said the next highest contract is. And on that yeah. thing he sent us, he said it's kind of similar to, like you guys were saying, David Beckham in 2007. Yeah. So. Crazy. Did David Absolutely Beckham get crazy. ownership in anything? Or did he's he... Galaxy. He's a he's Galaxy a, and he's Inter-Miami. He's the owner of Inter-Miami. Yeah, yeah, he's the owner. Who is up at RSL? Who's the owner? Ryan Smith? Well, no, but like, who isn't? don't they have a big name that helps too? Or is that something for baseball? Oh, it's Dwayne bees? Wade. No, no, no. Like, what are you talking there's about? another sport that we have a big name for somewhere. Either college or pro in Utah. That's like, like paying for all of it? Oh, no, that's like help turn the organization around. I'm trying to think of his name. Is it Kyle Beckerman, the coach That's what I was UVU? thinking. Yeah. Oh, okay. you're talking about college, yeah. Beckerman. I couldn't remember what it was. That's why I said pro or college. I just know we oh, were talking about it a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty crazy, and I, I can't wait to see how, how these games end up because entire entirety of Miami is just going to absolutely explode. I, I, it's it's gonna be nuts, but yeah, Miami's not dead, Seth. Messi's on the way to save it all. True, Messi's the only one that can save him. That's wild. That's why they're paying Absolutely so much money. Wild. They're paying him to play two sports. Yeah, for real. Well, think about it too. Like, I know the MLS has been going up and up and up. So does this yeah. help it even more? Like, do we see contracts get bigger after this? This helps it. it. They were the. I don't want to say that because. <laughs> what were you gonna say? They like they had to make the decision to go strictly to Apple TV. Now people are actually going to want to watch Apple TV and get on and go do all that because it's such a league that is just looking for new perspective viewers and everything. And this is someone that's going to come in and, and, and change that and just transform this and leak completely. So with Messi going, it, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. With Messi going, the overall views for soccer in the United States has to go up too because obviously soccer isn't the biggest sport in the U.S., but with him mm-hmm. coming, I'm sure the views will skyrocket now. For like sure. global views too. That's going to be a big part yep. of it. Yep. I, I saw something on Twitter too, and let me go make sure that Inter-Miami, their Instagram page had 
somewhere near a million followers for Messi. Looking at it now, they have 7.7 million followers on, on Instagram. Holy shit. That's a that's big how, jump. That's how fast wow. it, it changed. That's more than... Like 6 shit, million? That's more than a in, yeah. lot of... That's more than any other club in the league, I want to say. Probably a it's couple a combined. Of, yeah. Like, because the next closest is going to be LA Galaxy or LAFC. Mm-hmm. And LA, LA Galaxy is 1.5 million, and they've been here for yeah, ages. Absolutely. You could probably add absolutely like the next nuts. top five, and it wouldn't make that yet. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Put it in perspective, RSL has maybe 100. Oh, yeah, it's Salt Lake. That's Utah, dude. Even the Jazz don't even have that many K? followers yet. God. I bet you, so I bet you now. Uh, Inter Miami has more followers on social media than the Jazz do, and a couple other big like Probably. legacy teams in the That's NBA big, and NFL. Mm, maybe not NFL. Is in our world. Let's see, Utah Jazz. A couple million is it? One point three million Utah mm-hmm. Jazz. Damn, crazy. Uh, yeah. Absolutely crazy. Messi's gonna transform this sport. If you're lucky enough to go get a ticket, good luck. Go have fun. It's gonna be absolutely crazy. If you're lucky enough or rich enough, exactly. Yeah, gotta be one or the other. Exactly. So that's the biggest news coming out of the MLS. Uh, stay tuned. I don't know if, when he's gonna play or what's gonna happen, but stay tuned down there in Miami to wrap up the show today. I actually got a, quite a lot of news in the NFL, and let me say this. I like watching all the NBA playoffs. I like watching all the hockey. But are any of you like at the point where you're like, "Wow, can football be back, please?" Like, pretty, I, pretty please. Yeah. I say that the day after it ends. Yeah, exactly. Like, Same. Shit. I want football to be back, and there are quite a lot of stories we got to go over. The biggest one that I didn't see coming at all until like it broke the week before. Alvin Cook has left the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and is now free game for any other team out there, and that is absolutely crazy and this is one just for everybody where anybody have like a perfect fit for him you can just or dalvin go Cook. i mean you could go where, like... where where do you where do you think he's gonna end up like what's what's the place he's such a dynamic back he's a straight straight runner that just runs through people has some speed though there, there's a lot of different places could we can we see, see him in Miami? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I want to see him in Miami's offense. But hasn't uh, Miami's head coach said they're not interested interested in him, or like they like the running back room well, too much right now? Everybody's gonna say high, that it's leverage. Ninety like percent of the time, so it's just leverage talk. I, I mean, think Howie Roseman's gonna surprise people. And he's gonna sign him. Ooh, oh, that would suck. But I, I, I'd respect it just because of the. He's a ballsy GM, dude. I think it's yeah. gonna happen. That would be crazy, but. And this is this is a conversation we had a while ago when Derrick Henry was up in the air and the Eagles were talking about maybe. Oh, I wouldn't um, doubt the Eagles go for him. That'd be too think, good of a pick. Do you pick. think that would mess with their scheme offensively if it was Dalvin Cook and Jalen Hurts? No, he just needs to get in where he fits in if he wants to win. And I think, I think he can thrive. Perfect. Yeah, like I think he'll just yeah. thrive there. Because he's Dalvin a pretty Cook good catch the ball. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just, what I'm say. Out of the backfield. I know they already solid. got Swift, but I think. Between Cook and Smith, that's at least fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage, easily. Uh-huh. Easily. Oh yeah. At least yeah. minimum. Yeah. Crazy. I'm trying to think of other other destinations. I know Arizona. the Cowboys have been on the list for that. Alice would be big. Arizona. I think 
Seth, this is a question for you. We'll start off, then I'll answer back. Um, has Eckler have been? Has Eckler resigned? Yeah, he, he got resigned for two years or something. But yeah, he did. isn't he still wanting to be traded? No, because that no. happened. No. He signed no, after the back. trade talks. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I heard rumors that the Chargers might be interested in him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. Big, big up tier to Gabe in the chat <laughs> says. Dalvin Cook wants a big contract. Eagles do not have the money, so he won't take five to six mil. Is it not one of those releases where... Very uh, good point. Is it not one of the releases where, like, say... I forget who did it. It was kind of... I think Odell was similar. Where they signed for a smaller contract, but, like, the Vikings would have to pay a certain amount, too? Yeah. Or did they release him before the contract? Like, Mm -hmm. I think they released him before the contract hit, so I'm not not sure if it would... I do, I don't know. I do think this could be an actual option here. This is one that's here on the NFL Network. I think they have the cap space too. The Denver Broncos haven't had a back in forever. They signed Melvin Gordon. Um, they had the short little fast dude from Colorado. Can't remember his name. Oh, Blinzy. Javante Williams has been hurt. Could have a nice little one-two punch there. And I, I do think they have the money, but we don't know. There's a lot of different places we could see him going, but we know one thing for sure. He will, wherever he goes, he will be an absolute just rocket for him. And I got one more interesting one for you boys, actually. I just thought about it right now. Okay. What if he met up with his brother in Buffalo? Ooh. Yeah, I've seen Buffalo on there, too. It's just, do they have the money as well? That's a that thing. That I am not too sure about. It I feel could. like that would create some family controversy. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm here. <laughs> kind of a thing. Dude, his brother might get cut if they sign him. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, Dalvin Cook up in the air. We will see where things end up with him. Other big story. DeAndre Hopkins is still going through teams, meeting with every single person. Almost feels like a college recruiting type situation where he's like, oh, what do you have to offer me? Da, 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 da. He's just met with the New England Patriots. I guess what we'll, we'll, we just want reaction. Let's start to, with uh, Ricky with this we, one. Yeah, what do you Ricky, think, Ricky? What, what do you, what As do you a feel Pats in fan. here? I was going to say, so I'm going to start this off with extremely biased, so take this with a grain of salt. I did. I've been, been. Yep, I've been saying for a while, Belichick and DeAndre Hopkins have a great relationship. I think there's a very good chance he signs here if Belichick gives him the money he wants. I don't know how much he's asking for, so keep that in mind. But I think DeAndre Hopkins at 32, I believe he is. Yeah. yeah still has plenty, plenty left in the tank because his game doesn't require speed. He's no. never going to burn you with speed. It's all, all route running, all skill, all hands. So yeah. I think he can still be extremely productive. And I think if the meetings go well, I think there's a very good chance we get him. I think that would be... See, I've heard people saying it, it's been used as, like, leverage. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's doing the right thing, meeting with every team, seeing what everybody says. But if he and, wants to win like he says he does, it's going to be tough. Like, you have to give him a good contract, then, if he does, sure. if it's not, like, a win-now team. Ricky, Ricky, I'll respond here with you, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to rag on your guys here. But, uh... <laughs> You're DeAndre Hopkins, and you're looking for any spot you're trying to go. Do you want to go to a place where the quarterback position is not established and Mac Jones has been all up and down? All up and down, yes. The one thing I will say, and this is not me defending him, 
he had a very very rough year last year mm-hmm. but it's hard it's hard to be productive when you have a defensive coordinator calling the offensive plays and that guy True. should probably be wearing a helmet in general mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion. <laughs> it's a very very logical point yes it's true, and that falls back onto your man, though. Like, what the hell are we doing, Bill? You've been... I fully agree. I think he's starting to get dementia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Love so him, D- but it hurts. Yep, I, I bet. So, D-Hop may be signing with the New England Patriots. Where did we say with Christian, like, what would be the best spot? Anthony, do you remember? I think we may have said... Buffalo, Buffalo or Kansas City, I think. But I don't know if I think they yeah, I think we said Buffalo or Kansas City. If he goes to Kansas City, I'm done. Dude, imagine just like, okay, so it's the Browns, don't get me wrong, right? But he somehow lands there. They have him, Coop, uh Moore, and who else did they get this offseason? Moore. Uh uh the Moore from the Jets. They traded for him. Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Anderson? Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Moore. But they signed one more player, too. Like, one more big receiver. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. I know they traded for Kadarius Tony. Is that who you're referring to? No, not or the... No? no, 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 no. The... He's talking about the Browns. The Browns. Oh, sorry, my fault. Oh, who else did they sign? Because they had one more next to him now. It was, like, a pretty just, big name. But like, that'd that's be... a huge core right there if, if they go there. And he's already played with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Very... I think it'd be. I think that'd be a good fit. I don't know how the mm-hmm. team would apply because they haven't applied well with a good roster for the past three years. So I've heard Deshaun Watson looks way better in practice this year too. I'm sure he does. Mm-hmm. Has to, yeah. Doesn't have to deal with any knowing the playbook stuff. and everything like that. Having a year back finally, I'm sure that helps. For sure. So, D-Hop, landing spot, still up in the air. Staying with you, Chevy. One more thing right here, since we are both in the AFC West. Oh, no. Denver adds defensive end Frank Clark, ex-chief Frank Clark. I'm not really worried. He's good, but are you worried at all? I don't think it's like one of those, oh, you have to worry about him every down players. He's going to be a rotational guy. Mm -hmm. And if you ever... I mean, if you even look at the front four on every single AFC West roster, they're stacked. Oh, yeah. Like, the Raiders, Crosby, now you have uh, Wilson, and then you have Chandler Jones already. The Chargers, they have Bosa and Mack. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, they have uh, Joe, Chandler Jones? Chandler Jones is his first name? Chris Jones. And- Chris Jones, yes. And who else? I forget you got. They had one Nick more Bolt. too. Yeah, Nick Bolton Nick comes Bolt off the edge pretty well sometimes. Yeah. Just depends what they run up. Yeah, they're stacked. Yeah, they're really stacked. But I mean, I think that's I, one thing that the Broncos kind of needed help in was D line. Mm-hmm. So they need everything. Honest with you, but you think so? I, I think their defense is locked. I think the Broncos filled their two biggest needs in coach and uh, defensive end. Yeah, that's okay. true. Because coach like. If Peyton doesn't do good, I don't even know who would there. You know what I mean? It's one of those. But it also depends on Russell Wilson and his stuff going on. Yeah. All the drama around him. All yeah, the we time won't now. Him. Man's got an office in the fucking. <laughs> keep keep on keeping on, Russ. That's what I say. You do Let's your ride. thing. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's uh, ride. <laughs> so that's Denver going to Anthony now. Gosh, Anthony loves this. I bet. <laughs> Anthony, Aaron Rodgers teaching his uh, his Jets teammates the smoke life, teaching them how yeah, to do drugs. Yeah. Is that what's happening? Uh, yeah, you know, for anyone who hasn't seen the picture what of a uh... shitty role model, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone hasn't seen the picture of Aaron Rodgers and Sauce Gardner, mm-hmm. like kind of doing like you know. Like what would be just like well you know how you would hold like basically how you would take yeah. a hit of a joint or something exactly yeah. exactly and all the memes are flowing around like you know this team could probably make the Super Bowl they're a good roster this year they could make it like high like they could probably be high as hell going into the Super Bowl this year but you know granted the AFC is totally packed as well but uh, you know hey Rogers has been on that stuff for the past couple of years no one knows why. And looks like he's still going to be on that stuff, and maybe he could teach his teammates a thing or two. I don't know. Take him in on one of his darkness yeah. retreats. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think Sauce Gardner would do that. You don't know. He's a young kid, probably easily manipulated. He'll go. But <laughs> so he's teaching them the smoke life. Other thing that's been intriguing me, Anthony, about this whole situation. Him and Zach Wilson seem like they keep they're getting along pretty well. Surprisingly, very well. Yeah. I, I believe the quote was, "He's not making my life hell in practice." After Zach Wilson came out and said, "I'm going to make that man's life hell in practice," so <laughs> surprisingly well, they're getting along. There's a Jets. Look, let me ask you that, this real quick, Seth. I know you're you yeah. don't really care for Zach Wilson, but do you think Aaron Rodgers could be a quarterback that could help him develop better? Uh, he. I guess. Well, that's a very good question. But we're gonna have to see if Jordan Love actually turns out because he was supposedly helping Jordan Love too. But he could. I don't think Zach Wilson's still gonna have a job anywhere anytime soon. But very well could be. I think. uh, I'll just go with this real quick. Gabe made a good point. (laughs) Zach Wilson's probably trying to bang Roger's mom. Too busy doing. Rogers doesn't like his parents either. So. I was gonna say, would Rogers even care? Probably yeah. not. Doesn't have good family relationships, so yeah. I don't know. It's that's a very tough question. I don't. Or is Wilson trying to get with Rogers' girl? Isn't that Rogers' girl like also Rogers... into like all that like Rogers... drug stuff? Who is he even with well? now? Because he was with the actress every single freaking week, dude. And then I wasn't he was like watching... talking to the owners of the Bucks, like the Bucks' daughter or something like that? Well, I mean, he he's could, last time, last time, like I heard, he was like dating like like this witch girl that was also into like ayahuasca and all that stuff as well. That does not <laughs> surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gabe, Gabe, I want you to say what you just said in that chat. <laughs> <laughs> I said he sold, he sold the bag on Olivia Munn because she is an absolute baddie. <laughs> Facts though, so facts. Is that who so, he's dating now? No, that was forever ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't he, even. He's actually because he shit. dated that one girl from like sixteen and pregnant or some shit, right? Like the TV. He series. dated the divergent whatever name girl married her. She's Danica Patrick. Taylor's... Danica Patrick. I don't know why he did that. Didn't stay with her. But okay, so he's I just gonna be with Taylor Swift. Like, what? What are we even saying here? He... I looked this. <laughs> I looked this up that. right now. I, I I typed in Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend. Apparently, he's staying right now. Maori Eddins, who is 
the daughter of co of Milwaukee Bucks yeah. owner Wes yeah, Eddins yeah. and also the co owner of Aston Villa in the premier in the Premier League. So he's he's setting himself up. That's what he's doing. He's, he's, exactly. Exactly. There we go. There we go. So he's uh, had like twenty four girlfriends. Like <laughs> I like him and Derek Jeter, like the exact same in the basically. same lineup. Jeter's older. He's probably got him by a few. I'd bet. True. Very true. What but, were you gonna say though, Rick? You said you were gonna yeah. say something. So I would actually like to maybe defend Zach Wilson a little bit here. <laughs> oh no. In in a way, not not on that. You have but... a Utes fan here and he went to BYU. Yeah, you do. Yep. So oh, <laughs> Geno Smith didn't start playing until last year. Geno Smith's 30. True. But how how likely is it that Zach Wilson will end up in a situation as good as Geno Smith? Like that's very yeah. rare. It's not very likely, but I also don't want to say it's impossible. I think Zach Wilson's play style is Aaron Rodgers, but much, much shittier. So very... I think it's the perfect person to learn from, honestly. That's a good point. And you have parallels there with Geno Smith, because didn't mm-hmm. Geno Smith get punched in the face at some point? And he was drafted by the Jets, right? Or no? And he, I think so. A Jets player broke his jaw. That's why they traded him. Yeah, yeah. and Zach, Zach Wilson had the whole issue with media last year. So And his team. Zach, Zach Wilson to Washington, Gabe says. Shit, I hope he does. That'd be funny. That'd I be just, great. I think, I think he's maybe the whole thing with Zach Wilson. I think, and maybe when we're talking about Aaron Rodgers helping him, decision making is his big thing, and that's what I was very hard on him out of coming out of the draft. Like, oh yeah, for sure, it's still I, shitty. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> helps him mature a little bit and not be so tentative with everything that he does and so reactive. Maybe that can happen, but I don't see it happening. But that's a very good point. Geno Smith and Zach Wilson, kind of the same. We'll see what Geno does this year, though. Geno kind of... He got a fat contract. And then, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that thing's big for one good year. I would like to note, Geno Smith is the perfect example that going to the Jets as a draft pick sucks. True, but uh, he he proved very much. Like, he pro Bowl, yeah, but so was Tyler Huntley. There's a difference between Geno Smith's season and Tyler Huntley's, though, by a lot. Yeah, but he still has to prove something to make that point anymore. I agree. It is, I agree. Say. But it's a very, very good point. We'll see what happens. We'll see if Aaron Rodgers can give some wisdom down to down to that man, because he sure shit needs it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now, to close this out, and Ricky had this really good idea, I think to close out, Give some early predictions for the NFL season, offensive rookie of the year, and defensive rookie of the year for this new season. Really early. We're doing this early, but just first off, just to see where people are going. Chevy, we'll start with you. Who's your offense rookie of the year and your defense rookie of the year? Offense? I don't know. It could be one of the quarterbacks, but I want to say like maybe a wide receiver. I was going to say, has. Which one you like in Jigba? You like Johnston? I think in Jigba will. That's mm-hmm. tough though, because you have to see how Geno Smith does. Very true. Mm. First, first thought, first thought pops your head. Boom. I'm just gonna say Bryce Young. I think Bryce he Young. has the talent to do it. Okay. As long as he doesn't die from getting hit by grown ass men. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. yeah, that's the only problem. But I think I think his toddler little ass could do it. Kyler Murray did for a while. <laughs> Little ass. I love it. And he's he not a runner, too. too. I'm going to just, I'm going to be a biased guy here. I'll say Wilson for the Raiders. I think he could like, make. Like the, 
make some noise. Length. Like the length off the edge. Okay, I like it. I like it. I think he's gonna be moved and around a lot. That's why I think he's gonna get get it. Oh, for sure, he'll be everywhere. Hundred percent. Anthony, moving on to you. Are we going Darnell Wright uh, off his rookie of the year? Is that what we're saying? Offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> Can an O lineman even win offensive rookie of the year? I don't like, know. You tell if me. anybody would have, it would have been Quentin Nelson, and he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, you tell me. I'll say my pick for offensive rookie of the year: uh, uh, B. Sean Robinson, and then oh, I forgot about him. Gross. I would say defensive. Let's go, Devon Witherspoon, Illinois Seahawks player. That. You know, I'm gonna actually say. Uh, Bichon. Yeah, I can. Because Bijan's under Arthur Smith. No, Bijan's winning. He's playing wide receiver and running back, bro. He's winning it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I just did. So. Can't. Well, that sucks. So Anthony, we got Witherspoon and Bijan Robinson. Moving on now to Ricky. Ricky, who we feeling? I think JSN's gonna get it. I think the Seahawks are gonna throw the ball a lot this year. A lot. With all those targets. And I think I I think JSN was the best receiver in the class personally. I oh, yeah. think he's going to be phenomenal this year. Sure. I think I think he's going to come in and have maybe not maybe not the same numbers, but I think he's going to have a Justin Jefferson type year almost. Ooh. I think he's, I think he's going to be a monster. I love that. Pick. It's just that that room's deep. That's the only thing I was worried about there too. Oh, I agree. But like I said, I think he's good enough to where it's not going to matter. I think he's that good. They'll plug him in anywhere. They'll put him slot. They'll put him outside. Yeah. It's. That's just the beauty of him. Love yep. that pick. That offense is Defensive. stacked and young. Oh, yeah. Yep. For sure. Defensively, who are we looking at? I'm going to be a biased boy. I think Christian Gonzalez is going to have yeah, a great like rookie year that. at corner. I'm mad I think we didn't pick he's him. Dominant. I, <clears throat> he literally is everything that Belichick can ask for in a corner. And I think he's going to just be incredible. I want to pay my Witherspoon, man. I'm still sad about that. We the only thing that can, the only thing that concerns me about him is I don't know if he's going to be a picks guy or if it's going to be all deflections and just not let it, not blanketing guys. We'll see. I, I honestly feel like he's such that Bill Belichick type mold, and he'll be the more of the deflection type person. But I don't know, dude. He's such a dynamic guy back there that can can do whatever you really need him. I like that. Um, and he's a yes man too. Good attitude. Oh yeah, for sure. So we got JSN. Then we got Christian Gonzalez to wrap things up. Oh, I want to be interesting here. I could be very biased here He's as gonna, well. Yeah. I could take I him. Could. Take him. I could. Take him. Uh, take uh, him. Very, very. I'll, I'll do it then. Bet. Remember, um, Seth, no changing your pick. I, I'm not changing. Um, Offense rookie of the year. Yeah, if we're talking about everything. trading picks, dude, you trade picks more than anyone. You don't know. We, we have no proof of that ever. Huh? I can ask Ryan. <laughs> Nope. No okay, yeah, yeah, we can get no audio from I'm making Ryan. my pick here. I'm making my pick. Let me make my pick. <laughs> Offensive rookie of the year, very biased individual that I am. I'm going to take Dalton Kincaid, tight end. What the? F- the uh, that's not what I thought, but I, I understand wow, the bias there. Yeah, what I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say a wide receiver yep. for the Chargers, Quentin Johnson. But... Yep. I think he's getting plugged right into that first team. He's already taking first team reps. Josh Allen loves him. The chemistry's popping back and forth. Looks really, really bright there. And he's he's not your tight end like prototype. Um, he's gonna be in the slot. He's gonna be He's more of a Darren Waller type of build. Everything. Yeah. Less so speed, but I'll, more I'll, like that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll be I'll be interesting here. 
Defensively, there's a lot of different ways I could go. I love Devin Witherspoon. Love, love, love Devin Witherspoon. Christian Gonzalez is awesome as well. But I'm going to go with a guy that I think fits really, really, really well with his team and what they've been needing for so long. Deontay Banks with the New York Giants. I think Deontay Banks is such an underrated guy. He's very lanky. Could get out and play deep, can play in the flats, has the speed to go wherever. I think that's going to help them so much. And Who drafted him again? The Giants. The Giants, yeah, that's going to be... Ooh. That defense mm-hmm. is going to be pretty good too now. The ball is going to find a way to fit him perfectly in there too. I like Deontay Banks. I also like Brian Brissy, but I think Orleans still does not know what the hell they're doing. But that's a big thing. Yeah, I don't There's know how I feel about all... Nola. There's a name we all forgot to mention, too, which we all could totally be wrong about. Jalen Carter could have the best year of anyone in this class. True. It just depends Plus, if he plays. That's Bob, the thing I'm worried yeah. about. If, like, yeah. the litigation from his shit. For sure. I was thinking, too, it could be Jalen Carter. It could be Nolan Smith. But I think there's just so many guys in Philly. Like, I Yeah, Philly's so happen. deep. Other, this- other, sorry, my mic's being weird as shit. Other guys that we might have... Uh, some hype around their name, I would think. Also got to think maybe Miles Murphy on the defensive side of the ball. Or Will Anderson. Will Anderson yeah. could be on that Texans defense and absolutely light things up. So. I'd like to note that none of us picked the number one overall pick defensive player to win it. Will Anderson? Yeah, we didn't. I was thinking I about that, honestly. But So does that mean it was a reach? Would you guys think that pick was a reach? Though? I don't think it was a reach. I just don't think the Texans are good at football. I just that's the, it's the stench the yeah. stench of the Texans has just like stayed over and remnants in my in my brain for me I would think but that's a very obvious pick if they went it <laughs> so. honestly they could turn it around though because it was D'Amico Ryan right it was their new Ryan head coach a very very good he could he could because D'Amico Ryan's a defensive minded head coach so mm. very well could be he's got the things to start. Great, great running back. Damian Pierce is a beast. Mm-hmm. They oh, yeah. got they got their quarterback if they develop him right. They got to get him some targets. But I mean, they got their star defensive player in theory. So I mean, they're doing it right. Yeah, no, they did it right there. Signed, perfect. Signed Dalton Schultz. Signed Brandon Cooks. So they have I thought guys, Cooks. But... Did Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks extend? Or dude, he's always like in trade rumors. Is he traded or I don't staying? Know. I Gabe, thought he extended. Gabe. You can unmute. Cooks is the wide receiver two in Dallas. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, okay, shit. that's what I thought. I knew it was something Texas. Gabe, who are we feeling? Are you? Who do you think offensive and defense? I'm gonna go with two guys that weren't said. I'm gonna first take my favorite quarterback out of the draft, which was C.J. Stroud. I don't think he has a spectacular season, but I think he has like a twenty touchdown, five interception type season. Five and- interceptions is it? I, I think that he's a really good quarterback. I don't care how bad his team is. I think he's really good. And then on the defensive side, it's a shot in the dark. Lucas Van Ness at oh, wow. Bay off the it. edge. He could, too. High stack season. You got to yeah. watch out for those uh, those white pass rushers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, recently they've been monsters. I got to give them that. Shout True. out Max Crosby. Bosos. DJ Watt. Both the Bosos. Have you seen Trey Hendrickson? <laughs> True. You seen the video of of Van Ness just absolutely 
ending Skronsky's life when Iowa played <laughs> uh, Northwestern. Just an oh, absolute yeah. beast. I, I love those picks. Love Iowa all had them. a great defense. Iowa didn't Actually, have the like, two or three picks in the first round this year for defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually, if you guys don't mind, Gabe, I know you're an Oregon fan too, so what do you think of the Christian Gonzalez pick? I'm curious. I think he should have been the first corner taken off the board. I but think the I Raiders should have drafted him. I told that a couple him. times when, uh, when we were watching the draft and in Discord. Uh, I told Chevy that. I think the Raiders should have t- taken him. Who would you guys <clears> end up taking? Wilson. Uh, he, what, what from Tech, defensive play? end. Yeah, uh, I, I think Christian Gonzalez is really good. He's fucking huge, though. He's like 6'6". Six, six. He's giant. It's kind of the same mold. I think the reason the Raiders went for him is he's the same mold as Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Literally same build. Oh, yeah. For sure. So. For sure. Very, very interesting indeed. We will see what happens as we get closer to this NFL season. We're going through OTAs and everything of those sorts. Really, really excited. So that's going to wrap up NFL talk for today, and that's going to wrap up our show for today. I want to say huge thank you to Ricky and to Gabe for joining us. Hope you liked it. Did you like it, boys? Was it fun? Thank you for the invite. It was fun. Hell it was yeah. amazing. I honestly think we it. could do five if we wanted to next time. We could. We I could. liked the role Gabe played. It was pretty funny. He was helpful. Like Honestly, <laughs> yeah. like Gabe was... I'm the picks guy. You're the picks guy, <laughs> and then you also just dropped us gems Like when we were talking about something, and we might have forgot it. You're like... There's Yo, he's those. the stat man. He yeah. can really look up the stats while we're talking. Dude, that'd be perfect. We actually <laughs> need real. one of those because we're always trying to look and you hear fucking Seth like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We'll, we'll have to get us all back on here at some point. But that's going to wrap up our show for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch us next Tuesday or Wednesday for a new show. Review some of the NHL stuff and the NBA stuff going down. So thank you guys for tuning in and peace.